Welcome to Smartville, a podcast about wrestling. Welcome to Smartville, episode 51. I am Brian Batiste. And I'm John Bradley, and I just got bad news. Yeah, bleacher creatures look weird. Nah, dude, that's not even it. What is it? The shirt I was going to order for the Mania hangout wouldn't even get to my house until Tuesday. Why? I don't know. It said it was for Prime. Maybe they have to print it? Is there different, op- is, ship- is there different uh-huh. options? I mean, I don't know. Expedited shipping is the only other option. So right now, if I did free shipping, it said it was Prime eligible. They lied. It would be Tuesday, April 10th. We're recording this on Wednesday, April 4th. That's not Prime. And the other option is expedited, $10, and it gets delivered Monday, April 9th. Let me ask you a question right now, sir. Yeah. When is WrestleMania? Uh, WrestleMania is on Rex Manning Day. So also R- Rusev Day. 8th. And Rusev Day. Oh, isn't wait, isn't that also uh V for Vendetta Day? Is it? I don't know. Who the fuck is Rex Manning? Rex Manning is the singer in Empire Records. Oh, that movie is bogus. But let's save this conversation for the movie podcast. The movie podcast, the yet to be named movie podcast. If you have ideas for names for movie podcasts, Write us, tweet us, whatever the thing is that we always do. Hit us on the Twitter at Smarkville. And let yeah. me know, because I lack that creative ability. I mean, we, we, we got some ideas. Yeah. Um, okay, but yeah, we were, we were talking before we got on, before we hit the record. We uh, were talking about um, these bleacher creatures. If you've never seen them, we can't show you visual because we're podcasts. Go to your local AmazonPrime.com and look at Bleacher Creatures, WWE, and they should come up with a handful. I'd like saw, to say Brock is the yeah. funniest. Brock is very funny, but the first one I saw was Finn Balor Unmasked. <laughs> I just scrolled yeah. up and I'm looking at it now. <laughs> I started laughing uncontrollably. Um, Brock looks like an albino Bert and Ernie or something. Or wait, Which is the one that has that yeah, nose? Yeah, yeah. Is it Bert or Ernie that has the long head? Uh, good question. I don't know, and I'm the worst to ask. All right, well, one um, of those looked like that Brock Bleacher creature. <laughs> but either way, uh, yeah, so they're hilarious. Uh, and I am sidetracked because I need to find a good shirt for the mania party. Sorry. I decided to go with um, the Usos and their day down since day one-ish because... Um, they're actually going to be on WrestleMania this year for the first time ever, but they've been in with the company since, like, what, 2011 or something? They've done pre-shows My, every year. I always forget about, like, the idea of having wrestling shirts, because I don't really wear any wrestling stuff unless I'm going to hang out with y'all and have a wrestling viewing party. Yeah, me either. That's not true. Oh, you're wearing one right now. I'm wearing a Villain Club shirt, bro. But my problem is that, like, by the time I remember, oh, shit, we're about to do a wrestling party... It's too late, and then I don't have anything, so I'm that's, trying to find something. That's why my normal uh, extra um, party bullshit 
is like all back ordered. Like, you know, I normally order like the WWE logo balloons, like the party supplies for kids. I can always still check like the actual local party supply places. But um, really, I don't really, me and Brendan are probably going to just like, we're focused on getting extra seating in here because you figure, and this is for all you listeners, obviously. Um, We're looking at seven, eight people, maybe. That house is going down. You know what I mean? The house might go down right now. It's like the wind is going and I'm like, my laptop is shaking. Um, So for those of you that don't know, we have recorded an episode since you've been in that house, right? Have we? Uh, yes. Brian moved into an apartment, a house, and not even an apartment, an actual house in Blue, New Jersey. <laughs> uh, and it is one of the houses that if you live near a body of water or anywhere else, it does it. They put the house on stilts because then there's no basement. And then when the water comes up, which it has multiple times, it's like more there, like scalia. It then cannot flood your house. So they did that with this house, and now when it's windy, which is almost all the time down there, it's a shaky house. It is very much a shaky house. <clears throat> so we call it the shaky house, and uh, that's where we're having our WrestleMania party. I hope the uh, the neighbor that's gone progressively more insane comes over here on Sunday. I, I hope not, because <laughs> Brendan Brendan relocked the door behind him. I think he really got shook. Um, we have a, <laughs> he got shook cause it's a shaky house, you idiot. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have a neighbor and this is for all you listeners out there. I guess I'll just, in case she somehow hears this, I don't want her to kill me. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember her name anyway, but, uh, she's an older woman living by herself and let's go uh, with Maud. Let's go with Maud. Brendan, let's go with Maud. <laughs> Brendan was cleaning off his car from the snow, uh, last week, a week before. And, um, this woman went walking by, and in the middle of her stride, um, in previous encounters, had been like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? Like, she even lended us, like, a snow shovel in, like, one of the first early storms we had. And she stopped, and Brendan had his back turned, and she yelled, like, I am at my house. Don't yell at me. I am at my house. And Brendan turned and went, what? And she was <laughs> like, I heard you yell at me, telling me to go home. I am home. This is my home. And Brennan was what like, the fuck? Um, I did not yell at, at you. And she was like, well, maybe it was the other guy. He's like, he's never here. <laughs> like, it, he hasn't been here in a while. Like, yeah, it's not him either. Um, and apparently then she went off on a tirade about how stealing internet is a federal offense and all this other stuff. And he's like, do you think we're stealing your internet? Like, we have our own. And then she was yeah. just like, Bruh! and she just like stormed away back to her house. And later on, Brendan was coming home from work at night because it was a late shift. So it was a Thursday. And uh, he said he was coming up the steps and he heard her open her door and just stand there staring at him like while their porch light off. And he got really flustered and dropped his keys. <laughs> Couldn't get in the house in time. <laughs> and he's been like terrified ever since. He's like, dude, she's going to kill us. Holy crap. That sucks. Uh, anyway, wrestling. Um. um we're having the party thought, here. Both days, Saturday and Sunday, are for the boys. Wait, I got, I got to cut in. I got to cut in. Do it. I found another shirt. I was very excited about this shirt. I was excited to unveil this shirt and not show anybody the shirt or talk about the shirt. And it says as soon as I can get it is Tuesday of next week. What the fuck? What is it? It's this really cool Daniel Bryan shirt that looks like it's from WWE. It's called W for anybody that's at home on Amazon Prime. W which I am 
WWE Daniel Bryan neon bolts angular illustration. Like it's kind of cool. I might just get it anyway. Yeah. Uh, but it won't be here in time for Mania, and that sucks. It looks like it's because you can customize the color T-shirt. It comes, which is like rad. Uh, let me see when this one comes because there's another one. Oh wait, I gotta select size. There are a couple where they're WWE authorized. They're illustrations, and then you just like customize the color you want the shirt, huh. which I think is is tight, but. The problem is that it takes him a while to make it, and it does not work for what I need if you follow my drift. So that shirt wouldn't be here in time for WrestleMania, but Daniel Bryan got cleared medically in time for WrestleMania. Yeah. We've probably been going for like 20, 30 minutes. We could just, we, we could just go and start talking about real Mania stuff, <laughs> uh, but I am bummed. I, my dudes, I am bummed. Anybody hook him down with a shirt uh, quicker than next Tuesday? <laughs> hook him down? <laughs> What does that mean? Hook him down. <laughs> what is that saying me? It's like hooking him up, but you're hooking him down. <laughs> um, Someone hook yeah. him up on the down low. Hook him down. Yeah, by the time this podcast drops, I am, it once. Oh, I am a size medium, but because it's been Easter weekend, I mean Easter He's week for me, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm being honest, and I just got back from a tour... Where I ate some very delectable delectables. Including uh, vegan eggs. Including vegan eggs and a lot of vegan pizza. <laughs> vegan and, eggs. And a lot of vegan chocolates. And a lot of vegan beer. Uh, basically what I'm saying, my home dudes, is <laughs> a bit more on the size large if I want to be comfortable at this WrestleMania party. That lasts two days. And one of those days might have some more vegan beer. So what I'm saying is don't be giving me a tight shirt if you're going to give me a t-shirt. Um, so also, <laughs> that's a fidget spinner. Is it, is it vegan? I think so. <laughs> Sorry, all the sugar from the Sprite starting to get to me. I mean, it's about dang time if I'm talking, if I'm talking serious. Um, but yeah, so Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, where do I begin? Daniel Bryan is... Cleared to wrestle. How do you feel about this, sir? It's weird because it still doesn't feel real because he's not like wrestling, but like, I don't know. Like, apparently, he's supposed to take impact testing now after every match. That was part of his agreement and him being cleared. Like, he's going to go after every match. So, starting WrestleMania, he's going to go backstage, do some sort of like impact testing, make sure nothing like fucked up has happened to um, his brain, I guess, or no radical changes. I mean, hmm. I was like, oh, maybe when he comes back, he'll kind of wrestle like an adapted style. And then he like did that like freak out on KO and Sammy was doing the crazy corner kicks and like landed on his head every time. And I was like, oh my god. So I don't know. Um, He's back. Yeah. Though. So so I'll be I'll be dead ass. I missed <laughs> last week's episode. I didn't watch either. Tight. Uh, I watched. Ew, this ugly Braun Strow. I'm sorry. I should not be this sidetracked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ugly Braun Strowman shirt. Get okay. these hands. <laughs> I saw the week that Debry announced that he came back. I was actually packing to leave for a tour, and I saw the week that they came back, or that Daniel Bryan came back, and it was very cool. I thought the brutality of what he took was very rad, to say the least. Apron powerbomb, especially. Yeah, so, so tight. Um... So yeah, I enjoyed it, and I hope that he's okay. I hope that it isn't like 
uh, a bad idea for him to come back. Worst I case. hope that he feel. I'm sure he knows best, but also from the total divas and total bellas I've seen, which are totally non-scripted, uh, it seems like he might not know the best. I mean, yeah, if it, you know, figure it doesn't shake out again, like he gets hurt again or whatever, and they pull him, they medically disqualify him, just leave and fucking go to Ring of Honor. I mean, he has to what? Like, he hasn't signed a new deal yet, unless he has. I don't know. If I were him, I would like feel it out and like wait till the end to sign a new deal just in case. Yeah. So this is still part of his his regular contract, right? Yes. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So I guess well, instead of doing this whole thing where we talk and then we'll run down the card, let's just fucking as we go, kind of go. So like it's him and Shane McMahon, who Shane's like hurt or is he not really hurt or I don't know, but he's like he's good to go now and he's gonna be a tag partner with Daniel Bryan. My dude, that was so silly how they're like diverticulitis. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, diverticulitis. Dude, get the frick. Like out literally, of what here. almost is that? What was that? Is that because like there's so much heat with maybe backstage with Brock Lesnar leaving for UFC? They're like. Hey, remember that disease that ravaged his run in UFC before he like almost died and came back here? Yeah, let's give Shane McMahon that. Yeah, that killed me. That was so stupid. Shane McMahon shook it off in two weeks. He's like, I'm ready for Mania, bitch. Brock Lesnar yeah. almost died. Um, yeah, that that was like, nah, dude, you're so... No, that doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, but they're fighting KO and Sammy, who are like, you know, they're renegades now. They're, they're fired still, but if they win this match, they're unfired. So... Do you So that's how it is? Because I did not I missed that portion entirely while that's I was the gone. stipulation. If they want to be rehired, they need to win that match. So obviously they have to win that match, or they lose and then like they just go to Raw or something like that. I mean, I'm hoping that we get a superstar shakeup in general after this. Because all right, let's just get real into it. Uh I'm gonna stop looking for shirts. No, I won't. Uh <laughs> but I feel like SmackDown has 100% definitively, my dude, become the shit. Are you drinking Sprite in a glass with ice? Yeah. Not even straight. Not even straight <laughs> out of the can. No. It was in a little, bottle in the fridge. Little baby. Um, <laughs> I just feel like that SmackDown has 100% become the B show, and I know that you can argue like, but Kevin Owens, but Daniel Bryan, but Shinsuke and AJ, and we'll get into that as well. If you look at when I was watching Raw last night, no, Monday, and I saw the graphic for the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, it was like all except for one SmackDown superstars. The entire thing was just SmackDown superstars except for like one person from Raw. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight. There's eight people from SmackDown in it right now Baron Corbin, Mojo Raleigh, Ty Dillinger, Dolph Ziggler. Breezango, Zack Ryder, and Primo Cologne. What the fuck? Uh, How the yeah, fuck that's... is he in there? What is he even... What? Who is Primo Cologne again? He's one of the fucking... He was one of the... Uh, um, motherfucking ham. Um, <laughs> motherfucking... Uh... <laughs> uh, shit, what was the tag team? Uh, Los Matadores. He was in that. What happened to them? Then they got repackaged as like the uh, those tourists from Puerto Rico. Um, yes, the yes, shining yes, yes, stars. Yes, yes. And they went back to being the Cologne brothers again. And the ones hurt, so that's why there's only this one in there. But also, that broken is... Gold Dust, yeah. Slater, and Rhino, Broken Matt Hardy, and the Revival are the Raw people in it right now. So 14 confirmed overall. It's strange to me that um, 
it's just strange to me how many people are in that that i don't know it's just such a weird <laughs> can you tell him buying time because yeah. i didn't have a sense i'm so sorry i'm done okay i will do this later it is very harmful to we this podcast. podcast all the time so it's totally fine it's fine <laughs> okay I don't understand the point of the Andre the Giant Battle Royal for this year, no. except for just like, oh, well, we got to find spots for all these people to be in the Andre the Giant, or the to H- be on Mania. And the HBO documentary that's apparently like the tits. I, I guess. I mean, like, we're under 30, so Andre means very little to us. He was a big guy uh, that drank a lot of beers and cool. Yeah, and like, I feel bad that his life was the way it was. Fight me, traditionalists. Um, yeah, like Hulk Hogan means nothing to us. So, in reference, plus he hates black people. That might be true, and might be coming back to WWE. So, like even more, Andre means even less to us. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but the the battle royal just it seems like, and I think we've talked about this before. It seems like it's them trying to appease everybody that wants to be on Mania. And you were saying earlier, whether uh, before we started podcasting or not, that it's on the pre-show this year? Yeah, the three pre-show matches. So from 5 to 6 o'clock, I think it's on the network. And then from 6 to 7, USA gets the second hour of the, the kickoff show again. Um, so it's both Battle Royals. So the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, the Women's Battle Royal, formerly known as the Fabulous Moolah Memorial Battle Royal. But we all know how yeah. that worked out. Um, yeah. And the, of course, the cruiserweights getting the fucking shaft. Um, Mustafa Ali versus Cedric the Entertainer Alexander. Do you think that uh, if any of the people that were uh, removed from WWE cruiserweights because of their shitty actions were still involved, the cruiserweights would have been on the main show? Maybe. I just have a hard time believing, like, if Enzo, and obviously we are very much it, like bringing in the fact that they are shitty people and did bad stuff but their star power versus um like we're looking at a world where that didn't happen i guess is what i'm saying yeah the star power versus cedric alexander and mustafa ali it's just like oh okay let's throw it on the pre-show well you figure they did they used their gronk's uh star power on the pre-show last year that was on the main show oh good point good point and we are supposed to view it as part of mania and not a a pre-show or a kickoff show. We're supposed to and view it as just the same thing. Arguably, more people will see those matches than that will see WrestleMania Live because of the millions that have USA that are just going to flip it on and be like, huh. But it doesn't take away the fact that half of this weird thing that we do or that they do is wrestling in front of a crowd. And at the beginning of that show, they're wrestling to no one. Yeah. Or it could be like 10,000 people in a 90,000 person stadium and it feels like no one. Like, so, uh, like, so yeah. that, I feel like that wasn't so much an issue last year, but before no. 32 in Dallas, apparently they had like the staff had a hard time getting people into the arena when it was like, it was Ryback versus, uh, Kalisto. And there was like literally like a hundred something people. And that was like the lower levels were just filling in. Like they were definitely there in front of like nobody. Yep. And that's got to feel terrible. People were like passing out in the concourse. Yeah. Um, quick thought. Yes. Will people, or does this even happen anymore? We're like, and maybe I've talked about this in the past, but I used to watch Sunday Night Heat the night of a pay per view because yes. I knew I wasn't going to be able to see the pay per view. So I wanted to see what like the arena and the entranceway and stuff looked like. Are people going to watch 
this kickoff show and be like, oh, WrestleMania looks so cool, but like, oh, I can't watch it. Or is it like, because it's 10 bucks now and everyone has a phone or a laptop, they could just like watch it. Kids don't go well, I mean, through that hardship anymore, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they don't. And I feel like even if you don't have 10 bucks, you can become a new subscriber by just giving a random email, which takes five seconds to set up. Don't you and have then, payment information too still though? Oh, good question. It might be that you have to put in a, a credit card. I think you have to so put in a credit even card. Harder. If you don't cancel by the free trial date, it charges you the first month. And they probably keep that credit card on file because, I mean, you can make 50 billion emails, but putting in a credit card, you only have so many credit cards you have access to. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that... Ooh. The set still means a lot to us. I can't tell if it's just I've been in a whirlwind for the past couple of weeks and I'm still coming down and getting back into mania. But like I remember last year photos came out of the stadium and the roller coaster and it was a massive deal. And we're sitting here at Wednesday. This is hiding indoors. I guess it's a lot harder to come by. It's, I mean, it's oh, because it is an indoor stadium. Yeah, the Superdome. Well, what they did for 30 was really cool. It was just that gigantic it wasn't anything elaborate it was just that gigantic version of the wrestlemania logo with all those like the you know the video ramps right. and that stuff so who knows i don't know i don't think they're gonna do anything that good. with budget cuts now like I, I think they're gonna do pyro and stuff again for mania but really that'd be funny it'd be weird if they didn't if it was WrestleMania. yeah they just like then now forever <laughs> welcome to wrestlemania and they just pan in because they didn't for SummerSlam, right no and that was one where we actually had like a debate of like, will they do pyro or won't they? It's so like weird for, to me that Mania, they don't. You have to. You have to blow yeah. your load for Mania. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest about the uh, the B show thing, and that it seems very strange. I would love to see the Kevin Owens, the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn go to Raw. Yeah, but I still feel like I just feel bad for Sam Zayn. Because I feel like Sam Zayn hasn't been able to really live as a wrestler outside of himself, yeah. outside of KO. And I think that KO is fine where he's at. But like, if you think back to the other day, I just randomly watched Hell in a Cell. And it was Roman versus KO, Hell in a Cell. And I was like, yo, KO used to be the champion. He was the champion and lost to Goldberg. The Berg, yeah. And was almost about to, to wrestle Brock. And was like at that like A-list like party of five where it was like him very much in the elite, no pun intended. And now I like think that being on SmackDown kind of hurts him because you forget about him a little bit. Yep. But it's weird. Cause you would expect like, Oh, he's a big ass name and he's going up against D and Shane and SmackDown should be elevated. But there's just something about the way that they have surrounded SmackDown with these like B listers that it's hard for me to view it. Even with like Charlotte and Oscar and all this stuff, it's just hard for me to view it as anything more than it is. Yeah, I haven't watched SmackDown in like six months. I just do. It used to be my Twitter. favorite. Yeah, I just do like Twitter and like YouTube clips and just like okay, I get the gist. I so okay, so let's just jump right into it. How do you feel about Daniel Bryan being back? Uh, I'm excited. I mean, I knew we were gonna get to see him wrestle either way, but I guess it's better that he's in WWE because there's so much that's changed. In the three, two and a half, three years since he's wrestled, there's fresh matchups for him and shit like that. Do you like that we were like 30 minutes in and I finally am cognitive enough and not looking at t-shirts to be like, let's jump in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like, how do you feel about, okay, you get Daniel Bryan wrestling, but you get him in this weird hodgepodge of a tag team match. Stuck in a Shane McMahon match. Stuck in a very good way of putting it. 
And they're still trying to play off of the the nostalgia that was him at Mania 30 in New Orleans, in the same building, all that shit. But there's no title on the line. There's no real consequence on the line. He's just in a tag match with Shane McMahon. Honestly, I hope Shane isn't healed in time, and then I have to make it a handicap match, and Daniel Bryan just has to wild out for 20 minutes. And then Dave Batista comes back and just does side commentary. But Last time I was here, he tapped me out. He could promote Avengers Infinity War. That'd be tight. I'd be okay with that. I'm only okay um, with it if he comes out as Drax. As Drax so we could see them pecs. Those alien pecs. Dave Batista's pecs are my favorite wrestler. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. So yeah, I just like, I feel like it's hard for me to get really into this. And I really like Daniel Bryan. But it's hard for me to get really excited for this. And I'm trying to be positive about it and look forward to it i'm sure when he comes out with the kick pads and the little tiny trunks i'll be fine i'll be like fuck yeah the beard is back but like i like shane one-on-one i like shane a lot i don't like him as like the feeder of this like i don't like him as like the main course of this match yeah i don't like how he has like shane has to have a match at mania now every year like i don't like that part how sick would it have been and i know like we're just fucking whatever the name is, like couch booking the territory. How sick would it have been if Daniel Bryan and Shane had this at Rumble and then Mania was Daniel Bryan versus Shane? That would have been tight. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I would be okay with a one-on-one match. It's just weird seeing him in a tag team match, and I'm sure there are logistics of, like, we can't have him do whatever. Either way. Slowly, but, you know, it's a a marathon, not a sprint. Like, let him kind of ease back in. Right. Well, hopefully he just goes heel and then disrupts the AJ versus Nakamura match, which we can get into if you're ready. Yeah, do it. Let's hit it. We're going to jump all over the place. Uh, so I listened to Cheap Heat a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. And Cheap Heat, as I've said, is one of the few wrestling podcasts to listen to. And I kind of agree with them that they aren't really doing much to build this match up for the casual viewer. They're- it's more just like WWE being like, hey, if you get it, you get it. They're literally relying on these two of a history in Japan, like not without yeah. being like these guys fucking killed it at Wrestle Kingdom two years ago. You right. should, they're gonna do it then now, but even better. Then now and forever. But yeah. like they're not yeah, they're not showing why they have a history or even explaining why they had a history there. They're just like I guess they hey, really we can't know- without shelling out the money or you know, acknowledging New Japan. Yeah, but can't they do that? Like is that hard? Yeah, it's not gonna hurt. Like I don't get the whole like, like when people coming from TNA, they come, they've wrestled down all around the world. Yeah. But even still, like, okay, I'm sure that in the writing room, you can figure out a way to explain their feud or their back history without having to get footage from New Japan, which they've done before. Like, it's just wild to me. And I feel like they must just be that, like, that was SmackDown. I just watched SmackDown last night. I fast forwarded it. And it seemed like 80% of it, without exaggeration, I mean, I guess a little bit seemed like let's preview Daniel Bryan and Shane versus KO and Sam Zayn. And then the rest of it was like, here's stuff about the Andre, the giant here's Charlotte versus Asuka, a promo. Uh, but then Carmella comes out. I don't know why. Uh, and then, cash in and then Charlotte punts the briefcase out of her hand. Yeah. And then here is a tag team match where knock, which like SmackDown loves doing. They love being like, Let's put these two people that have a match next week in a tag team together versus Gable and Jordan for no reason. Or not Jordan. Uh, Belt- Shelton Benjamin. 
Well, that's racist. No, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> Are I they meant bad it, guys now? Like Gable and Benjamin? Yeah. I have no idea because I, I couldn't care heels. less. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Yeah, I just like don't really understand it. Um. Hmm. What was I gonna say? Oh, fucking. All right. How do you feel about Charlotte versus Asuka? I think that's one where I should be so much more excited than I am. Is it because we know in our heart of hearts there's no way they're going to just immediately like, oh, sorry, streak, fuck off. Like, <laughs> so I heard this on, on Jericho. So Jericho got drunk with the, his tour manager and they just did a WrestleMania rundown for like two hours and they just go all over the place, forget like three matches and the guy's like, isn't a... <laughs> Isn't John Cena Undertaker thing? He's like, oh shit, yeah, all right, yeah, you're an idiot if you don't think that match is happening. Um, if you don't think it's happening, if people are like doubting that match is going to happen, like obviously it's going to happen, right? Um, but we'll get into that as well. Um, he said, obviously you put the title on Asuka, you have her run rampant on everybody for a year, and then who's a more developed wrestler that was like, you know, has a mean streak behind her as well that can challenge her next year for the title, Ronda Rousey. Oh, so uh, that so it's a dumb thing, but logically that's what makes sense. So of course you're going to do that and make that like the loser is the takes their first loss. Right, right, right. Um, you know what you should do? You should give it to Oscar, and then let Oscar just run rampant with it, and then next year at Mania, I'm going to put it out there: Oscar versus the Undertaker. I said it. it yeah, the Undertaker. <laughs> yep. Streak versus streak, baby. Uh, he's like, what's his record now? Something in two? <laughs> 69 and two. 69 and two. But yeah, I'm, I'm I looking heard, forward uh, to... Some I some insider information about that Undertaker match that I don't like. I hope to God it's American Badass. No, it has nothing to do with... It, ha it had nothing to do with the character... Bong, dead man walking. <laughs> they call me cowboy. I'm the center in black. Yeah. I, uh, no, I had a friend of a friend. And like, I guess, no, I have a friend and they have a friend that worked in the WWE writing all this shit. And they apparently knew the finish of that match. And I was just kind of like, oh, what Cena Undertaker? Yeah. Yo, drop it on the podcast. Right now? Spoiler alert, guys. If you don't want to hear this shit, Spoiler alert. Jump Spoiler ahead. alert. Jump ahead a Spoiler minute or two. Alert. Just, Spoiler alert. This is your Spoiler chance. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. According to John's friend of a friend. That no, was, it was my friend's friend. According to John's friend's friend, who <laughs> had previously worked for WWE. He's writing. Says Writing, he says the finish to Cena versus Undertaker, which isn't even confirmed for the card yet, is Cena goes over. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that was that was what I was told. They didn't want to tell me, and I was like, "Just tell me, just tell me." And they said, uh, "This was a, this, yeah, this was like two weeks ago." That was like Taker won't come back until Mania, which is so far true, and then he will come back. And they will fight, and then Cena will win. I just want it to be American Badass. That's all I care about. Nothing else matters. The result doesn't bother me either way. I just want to see that American Badass entrance with Kid Rock coming out beforehand and being like, 
fucking badass. Like losing his so shit. So this is the thing. You know at some point Kid Rock will perform. Fact. They probably won't announce it until like some online deal. Probably today or tomorrow. During the kickoff show. They've been using his sh- his song for months. Two of them. Two. Two of them. One of them Do- of which was the song for WrestleMania 30. Oh, perf. Uh, fucking perf plus shampoo. Um, they will be using his performance. And then how do you organically, like, what happens? Does Cele- Cena come? Sorry. Yeah, Celebrate go. by Kib Rock and New Orleans by Kib Rock. New Orleans? New Orleans? Uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, so those are his two songs. And then the other one being Let the Good Times Roll by Freddie King. So the question is, Kid Rock, I, I agree. If you're going to do Taker, it should be a different version of Taker. It should be American Badass Taker. Because he retired the dead man yes. because he left his trench coat and his hat in the ring. Hat. <laughs> yes. So it should be American Badass Taker. I'm all for that. But how do you organically... You can't, like, bring Kid Rock back. I mean, I guess you can. They did that before. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, I guess that's, like, the, the silliest thing to lose sleep over. Yeah. Um. Either way, I hope it happens. I was super, super, super excited for it the first, like, two or three Raws that, that Cena called him out, even when he diverted and went into the Elimination Chain and then later went into the Fatal Five-Way or whatever. Yeah. I still was like, I was popping. I was marking out when Taker was getting called out. And I am actually decently bummed that this is how they finish it. Yeah, like, Sorry, oh, I, I guess I'm just, gonna go and, guess I'm just going to WrestleMania as a fan. You left your balls at home. Yeah, like, that kind of bummed me out. And then also just the idea that this could be and should be treated like a major match in the history of wrestling. And they're just like, well, we don't know what else to do. So, And I can't say that they don't know what to do, but it seems like it's not getting the respect that it deserves. Yeah, so like now, now they've kind of backed themselves into a corner. So it's like, he says he's showing up as a fan. Is he going to be in the crowd in his fucking ring gear? Like, I'm still waiting! And then like, he comes out. I mean, out. What's, his, what's his ring gear, though? <laughs> I mean, jeans and a t-shirt and a hat. Or is he going to be like, ca- <laughs> is that- <laughs> or is he going to be casual, you know, with the fucking like shoulder pads that go like 18 inches out from his fucking neck? Super oh. fucking... Like suit Cena, like suit Cena drinking wine and like making funny faces at the camera for Total Divas Cena. Well, I mean, he was saying that he's gonna be drinking beer, playing piano while Nikki Instagrams it from the couch, and he's just like, he's like, "Don't you know I like the Pixies?" <laughs> so like, I don't know. I hope I. You know that like, be, maybe this is the work. Maybe this entire reason. Or entire event is why they've always had him wrestle in jeans or shorts and sneakers so that he can go to Mania, quote, as a fan, quote, and still look like the Cena we see in the ring. Cena's like going to WrestleMania and he's in his limo and he's like, driver, take me to WrestleMania. <laughs> and the driver turns around and it's Taker. He's like, where to, John? I would pop so hard. <laughs> Just fucking peels <laughs> off. If that happens, I'll tell you right now. Put one of those uh, giant stuntman pads outside of one of the windows in your house. Don't tell me which one. And if that happens with the, the, the limo driver and its taker, <laughs> I'm jumping out of the window, screaming, ah! Dude, I need, to, I need to find and pull that clip just to hear the, where to, Stephanie? But put in, John. John. So yeah, I would die. Um, 
But yeah, I don't give a fuck who wins that match. I just want it to happen, and I want it to be American Badass. Because they've never even really been in the ring together. They have, I think, in like Elimination Chambers, maybe, or some shit like that, probably. Maybe, but never one-on-one. Like, most of the people, not most, but a lot of them, like, they have a history with Taker at Mania, and then you could also go into, like, a side portal, like, Edge, uh, Batista, I know I keep bringing up Batista. Edge. <laughs> uh, vegan Edge. Like, Tripset, a lot, like, Shawnee Mikes, a lot of them, like, had side portals of time with Taker that got brought back up during the mania. <laughs> what? What'd I do? The vegan age. <laughs> the vegan age. Oh, boy. Which okay. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> do you want to hear what I ate when I got home for Easter? What? A vegan egg. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! You're uh, crying. <laughs> okay, it's, it's gonna be a fun weekend. <laughs> we'll get into that too, um, dude. I yeah, uh, only because I think I totally overstepped it. Uh, which way do you see um, AJ versus Nakamura going? I mean, does it matter? In all honesty, I guess it doesn't because the match will be cool, and AJ doesn't need to win. He's yeah, still like, like the fucking dude. Like, I, I guess you ha- you could put it on Nakamura. I mean, oh, it, there's a belt on the line. Shit. Um, it's for the WWE title. Uh, WWE. I feel like you could just go Nakamura. I mean, does he deserve it? I don't know. Nah, I'll go with. I mean, I'm I'm gonna say fuck it. They're gonna, they're gonna put it on Nakamura. Yeah, I gotta pee though. So give me a break. Okay, we'll be right back with John Bradley. All right, we're back. Um, we're back. I'm jumping back a little bit now. Saturday, there's a lot going on. We got fucking Super Card of Honor, which realistically, all I care about is seeing Cody versus Kenny, um, the battle of the Bullet Club leaders, which now Kenny's you know out effectively. But there's some weird shit going on there. They could they could pull some some twists and turns. Um, Wait, Kenny's out. Kenny's out, but like he's not officially, but he is. And Cody is like uh, kind of becoming more of an egomaniac. And the other ones are kind of being like, what the fuck? Like he wanted to change the logo. And the new logo was like basically just like a Cody Rhodes, you know, uh, American Nightmare logo that like overtook most of the Bullet Club, uh, you know, shit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So there's that. So that should be a good match. Um, I don't know who wins that match, but it can go either way. It doesn't really bother either of them. It's more so like, I guess I don't know if they're booking this as like the winner, you know, leaves Bullet Club. I don't think it's that drastic, but so that's going on at some point. So we're gonna have that up at the same time that NXT Takeover is going on. That card is nuts. That's yes. what the the focal point is. I mean, I looked at that card. I'm like, what? Like you were like, what? Like uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano in a unsanctioned match. So it's happening right. on you know on WWE television in a WWE ring, and they're going to get entrances, but it's unsanctioned because Johnny Gargano is no longer a member of NXT. So that's how they're doing it. I like that. Yeah. I, uh, I have actually been keeping up with NXT. It's been great, but I have also missed the past two weeks. <laughs> so, I mean, the good thing about it being unsanctioned is, I guess, that's no disqualification. There's no rules necessarily. So they could just beat the fuck out of each other. 
Um, I'm pretty sure that's the way it works. Because when uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H did that, I believe it was no DQ. I mean, didn't they just do that last year with Seth and Triple H? Was that unsanctioned? Yeah, because he was uh, not he was not medically cleared because they were oh, using the, the knee injury. Gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. We were at that Raw, too. What the fuck? Dude, this is the thing that like, scares me about this weekend, and it's one of the few things I'm afraid of. There is so much stuff happening, and we saw this last year, where there are matches that you're so pumped for, but give it like, you watch NXT the night before, especially if you're invested. You watch the pre-show, and at 8 p.m. on Sunday, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we need to have our caffeine blasts. Like, I'm gonna be like... Yeah. We were drinking, like, three or four cups of coffee last year, and not even, like, because of the alcohol. It was just like, this has gone on for so long. It starts at 5 p.m. just for WrestleMania. It's going to go to, like, midnight again. Yeah, it's so much, and that, like, it sucks because I would, like, okay, so I love the Gargano idea. Uh, it should be fine because it's Saturday. But there are Mania matches that I'm like, I need to, like, pace myself as a fan because I'm going to love the beginning of the show, and I'm going to enjoy all the stuff. But also, like, I want to be awake and alive <laughs> by 9 p.m. That is correct. Um, thank God I'm off on Monday, so I can just do... Oh, I have a great do. idea for Monday. Uh-oh. Monday. Yes. You guys are going back up home, right? Yes. What time did you plan on going home? Uh, so I have something in North Jersey that I could cancel if I need to, but I'm trying not to. But that is like, it's an hour northwest of me. Okay. So that starts at 2.30. Okay. You were going to say see a movie? Me and Brendan had an idea. What if we all traveled up back towards north, went to Monmouth, and saw Ready Player One in Dolby Cinema? Kevin and I were actually talking about doing that driving down on Saturday. Or if we don't go too crazy on Saturday and we wake up Sunday and feel good, go early. we could all go see a movie during the day. That works, too. Which would then also give us time to like get out of wrestling mode for a little bit, yeah, and put something else in our noggins. But I can only imagine that Brendan works Sunday. Ah, uh, yeah, actually, I don't know if he does not, because you don't, right? No, I don't. If he doesn't, then we should just go see a movie on Sunday before five p.m. Yeah, I'm down. We'll figure that out. That would, that, yeah, that would actually, yeah, that's a conversation we could have off podcast. But I do want to see Ready Player One. Um. So back on NXT. Um, yes. Yeah, Gargano. Alistair Black versus uh, Alistair Almas, Bla right? Yeah, that's for the title. That's wild. Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler, which... Part um, two, right? Yeah, and like... So here... That match is it, set up, I think. Like, that one's the most obvious to me. Here's why I kind of want... You think it's going to be Shayna or that Ember keeps it? Ember loses it and goes... Debuts the next night on Raw. On oh yeah, here we go. So, hmm, yeah, all right. So, oh, she could come out in the women's uh, battle royale. That too. Oscar wins the title on Sunday. Is on SmackDown now effectively because she took Charlotte's SmackDown title, and then Ember Moon comes up to be like, "What up? Remember me?" And then Oscar is like, "No, Reignite I don't." Night that I rivalry face... post WrestleMania on SmackDown. All right, all right, maybe. Um. That would hurt SmackDown a little bit, just because Ember Moon doesn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> but she does a flippy Stone Cold stunner off the top rope. 
I do like that. I do do like that, and I like her better than Bailey. Um, Anything's better than Bailey. How does Bailey still stay on the main roster? On she's Raw? in the pre-show where she belongs. Obviously, yeah, but, that uh, battle royal comes down to her and Sasha as the final two, and then they just beat the fuck out of each other. And where it goes from there, no one knows. But probably uh, Mickey James throws her over the top rope, throws them both over at the same time. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Or one of the newbies, like Ruby or uh, Liv or Mandy or Sonya. Either way, Sonya. Sonya's tight. Love Sonya. Um, uh, she had a match on Raw Monday and she messed up a lot. <laughs> Bailey was, was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh, I fast forwarded through that. Or yeah, it, wasn't it was attention. very. It, she was like, you, "There were certain points where Bailey was like, bitch, what, what are you doing? Come on, let's go." Yeah. Do very, you think that Sonya's actually from the world of MMA, or they just use that as a background story? No, she was. Okay, she was in the world of MMA, and she did a, uh, um. She did one of the uh, wrap-up shows with Kathy Kelly and Maria Menounos on AfterBuzz TV. That's how she well, got the tryout with uh, Tough Enough. I remember on Tough Enough. Okay. Um, Basically, yeah, anyone that, that did AfterBuzz is hired by WWE now. Perfect. I think that it would be cool of Shayna to get the title. I kind of sensed it because there was that thing that came out of the scheduling of all the new belt tournaments that they're doing at Access. Mm-hmm. And the UK one was like, Pete Dunne, boom. And I guess maybe Pete Dunne just doesn't have a match on NXT on the TakeOver. He does as Roderick Strong's partner in the so triple the threat match okay. for the tag titles. Okay, so the belt is... Sta- that makes more UK sense. UK belt like, is not being defended. Okay, I was like, oh, that's kind of weird that they're just like showing their cards... Because the other ones are like, versus the winner of such and such. Who was fighting for the North American title? So get this shit. I'm trying to. Adam Cole's pulling double duty. Because Bobby Fish of Undisputed Era hurt himself and is out for like months on end. So it's Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole in the tag match. And then in the latter match, it's Adam Cole, EC3, Killian Dane, uh, Lars, what's his face? Ulrich. Lars Ulrich, Ricochet, 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 and Velveteen Dream. Did Ricochet make his TV debut? Yes. I need to go back and watch. So that match is going to be fucking bananas. And I don't care really who wins it. It's cool. I mean, as long as it's not Lars Lars Ulrich. All I know is Fabian Icor and Lars Lars Fredrickson. That's who. Killian Dane's the Viking-looking fella from uh, Sanity, Killian right? Killian Dane rocks. Yeah, yeah, it's him, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I love all of those people except for Lars, who looks like Will Sasso from Mad TV, but with trunks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd say put it on Velveteen Dream. That'd be sick. Dude, put it on Velveteen Dream now. But I could see them putting it on EC3 just because he's a big name. Or Adam Cole. Yeah, but... You figure Adam Cole has to effectively step into that tag team role? Unless yeah. They, you know what I mean? Who knows? I could also see them just putting it on uh, Ricochet and let him go to work. Also, kind of weird that like Authors of Pain slash AOP are like good guys now. Kinda. So what are they doing? They're in that match. for the. the, the it's a triple threat match for the tag oh, titles. Oh, you said that, and I just completely glossed over it because I was probably looking at t-shirts. Just kidding. Because Undisputed Era are the champs. AOP is... Not the champs, and 
Roddy and Pete. So it was AOP and Roddy versus Pete Dunne in the finals of the Dusty Road Classic. And oh. an undisputed, undisputed Era, I believe, came out and fucked both of them up. And then they were like, all right, well, now all three of us are going to fight for the titles. So now that is also the end of the Dustin Rhodes. Correct. Okay. Dustin Rhodes. Okay. Um, yeah, rad. It, I mean, TakeOver sounds like it's going to be great. It'll be a solid two and a half hours of shit. And Aleister Black versus Almas. Yep, that'll be a tight main event. If that's even the main event, they could make the ladder match last. Who knows? They honestly could. Um, um, all right. And then there's still so much mania. And then we have UFC after all of that. Yes, we do. Which Saturday will be night. fun. I'm very excited to see Rose and Joanna. Yep. And I will admit that I was so much team Joanna. I had a vendetta against Rose because Rose hurt Michelle Waterson. And by hurt, I mean they had a fight, which they both signed up for, and I'm just a fan, and I need to shut my mouth. Uh, <laughs> but I really like Rose as well, and I had a very big inner turmoil during the rose Joanna fight. Crazy that Rose won. Very much respecting Rose, and I am on Team Rose now. I'll come out and say it. I'm on Team Rose. Wow. Um, one last thing with that ladder match. Yeah. That yeah. North American <laughs> title... North American title is a very pretty title. It is a grand title. I love the way that title looks, and I wish that they would make more like that, which look like the old titles. Yep, I liked it a lot. I like it a lot. I like it a lot, and that's all I have to say about that. Is that um, all you have to say about wrestling? Or no, just that title? I'm oh, okay. Just, yeah, I'm gonna go, we've, we've barely touched Mania. Yeah, we're going back to Mania now. Let's go all in on Mania, so... Um, oh, wait, did you have anything to say about the Hall of fucking Pain? Uh, no. Which is a double entendre because one, Mark Henry, somebody's going to get their ass kicked, and also because it's going to be a pain to watch if you try to sit through it. I'm not going to. I'm probably going to go see a movie on Friday. Um, I am not going to see a movie unless it's in my own domicile, but I will also not go and watch the Hall of Pain. I'm trying to go get the shit scared of me by A Quiet Place. Um, I also want to see Quiet Place. And Cockblockers is out. Where are you going to... I can see your phone shaking because of the shaky house. Yeah, that's fucking horrible. Where are you right? going to see Quiet Place? Monmouth. Monmouth. Within reach. Ah, I want to so badly, and I want to see it with people, so I'm not the only one there by myself. Let me know when you see it. I might jump in with that. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll figure out what times yeah. on shit. I um, just hate that that traffic going south is so shitty for me. Yeah. Either way, we'll talk about it off pod. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah. Uh, what were we just All talking right. about? Mania. Mania. So, Charlotte Asuka. What was your... We said we said Asuka. I think we both said Asuka should. Because, I mean, like, Charlotte can take a loss. And, and plus, she's been the champion for, like, how long? Like, I'm looking forward to both women's champions changing hands. If that's two birds or one stone there. It makes sense oh. to give Nia Jax the title. Unless somehow, really? unless somehow, some way, Alexa just keeps like fat shaming her, and she snaps and gets disqualified. Yo, it is wild how much they're allowing her to do that. I mean, I know that that like teaches the that, lesson, that, like, oh, when you're a bully, you get your ass kicked by the bigger person. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would be a smart thing for WWE to do. I know that that sits in that blurry, like, gray line area of, uh, like, well, we have to craft a heel, be a star. She a big star. Yeah, it's just, it's wild how far they're allowing Alexa to go. 
Uh, also, one of those things where it's wild how good of a character Alexa can play because we also know from interviews that Alexa also deals with that type of fat shaming. Correct. She was like, straight has, up anorexic like, at some point. Yeah, like she has had many eating disorders, and there have been total divas episodes where she's still struggling with it. Not to mention, Nia Jax is is her real life best friend. So for them both to be like, "Yo, we're fucking fighting each other at Mania," this is tight. It's probably very tight, and the best part is that they get to do what Sasha and Bailey never will. Yep. And Nia <laughs> Jax, Fuck you, Bailey. Nia Jax keeping Fuck the kayfabe, you. hanging out with Mike, Roman, Paige. That's their travel partner. So that all they make sure all their social media is heavy on them hanging out, not her with Alexa. Dude, Paige, what is going on? So does Daniel Bryan getting cleared mean that Paige has a shot if she's good enough or is a neck different neck problems different than concussion and also if it is concussion can Corey Graves come back from the dead because that's why he's not he's that's why he's uh retired I just read a full article that Rolling Stone did on him full profile about how like Corey Graves became the voice of the new voice of WWE or whatever and I got pretty into that shit and I was like oh yeah like it's basically the same thing Daniel Bryan went through like I wonder if this gives him a new lease or if he's well, like, I mean, ah, I wonder, uh, yeah, I almost wonder, like, Corey Graves, what was his highest accomplishment? And I know that his career... NXT, NXT tag? Um, tag with Neville, I think. No. Okay, so, like, I do wonder... Yeah, no, I think, I think you're right. I think it was NXT tag champs with Neville. I, like, I think that if I'm Corey Graves and I don't have the bug in me to perform, so I can't speak truthfully, but I feel like if I'm him and I am the voice of WWE, I would not do anything to mess that up. Yeah, I would leave. I'd stay where he was. Because also, the second he goes in ring, we lose that aspect of him. Like, we lose the view of him that we have. Yeah. Uh, Paige, from what I've heard, and I have not done much research, but from what I've heard, it's similar to Edge's thing. And Edge just recently said on a podcast that uh, people wrote in being like, if Daniel Bryan can get cleared, can't, Christian and Edge do it too, and they both were like completely different things. Yeah, they were like with a neck. Yeah, like it's like he yeah. takes one one bad bump, he could be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Yeah, he was like, I w- I forget what he actually called it, but he named the neck problem he has. He's like, Google it, look it up. Uh, it's completely different, and it is not something that I would even risk. Yeah. So from what I've heard, it's that Paige has that similar thing as Edge. So I don't think it's a matter of getting cleared. Thanks, Sasha. Is Sasha what happened? She punted her in the back of the neck at a house show, yeah. But I mean, Paige also has like a history of bad neck stuff already, correct? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. It's just weird. I feel bad for her, and I feel like <sighs> it's just such a sad thing to watch happen in real time. Did you watch the uh, the woman's WWE 24 that came out a couple no. weeks ago? I haven't had the chance to yet. Should I? So they're doing the whole thing. All the people are backstage before the rumble and uh, they're giving like a speech. Like Triple H is like, oh, this is your moment. This is special. Like girls are going to be wrestlers one day in this business because they're going to, they are, they were here tonight in the stands watching the first ever women's battle royal. And Paige is like completely like pops off camera and is bawling her eyes out. Like can't, like she's like, they, they like profile her and it's like she talks to how it's like, it killed her that she couldn't be out there for it and shit like that. But they don't get into like the fact that she's, they just said she's injured. They didn't say she's retired. They didn't say anything else, but she's like devastated, like bawling her eyes out. Yeah. Cause it sounds like they're kind of giving her the Daniel Bryan where they don't want to say that she's 100% done yet. 
Yeah. Like the Daniel Bryan in terms of before he had an announced retirement, where it was like up in the air. You don't know what's happening. Yeah. So we'll see. I would love to hear that it's not done. Uh, but I also don't know if it can ever return to what we had with her. At least she was, she was champion how many times before. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the sad part. It's like, she's 26 right now, 27. And it's like, she's like 24, 25. Okay. And like, it sucks that she has to put that behind her. Yeah. If that's the case. But now she has black craft cult stuff. So, and black yeah, now craft she cult does is starting wrestling. That seems weird. They're starting their own wrestling promotion. I don't, I don't know if it's promotion or because they said black craft wrestling coming soon. What city should we invade first? And they showed like a ring that had like the black black craft cult logo on it. That sounds like uh, Baron Corbin won't be able to wear that merch anytime soon. Um, if they have their own thing going, weird. Yeah, I saw the stuff about Paige and like her new line of clothing, Soraya. And her new uh, the boyfriend that also does. Sorry, I moved away from the mic. The boyfriend that also does his clothing and the, bro the boyfriend. From Attila. He's so weird. So so weird. Just. Ugh. Anything's better than Del Rio. I mean, is it though? Because at least with like, be with her kind. Go back to being with like guitar players from like mediocre bands. Yeah, like at least like, bro. At least Del Rio. Like, and this is excusing because there was never actual. Like, we don't know if he was abusive or anything. But at least like, <laughs> yes, was, he was he? Did he, that came out. They were awful for each other. They, they were both. I think they were both just fucking horrible. Okay, because at least like. Del Rio kept her in like the wrestling and the fitness and MMA stuff. Whereas like this dude is just like, I party and fucking do weird shitty music. Suck my fuck. Was that an Attila lyric? I'm pretty sure that is. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I think the funniest part of all that is seeing like Nia Jax and other wrestlers living in the Attila world because of Paige. Mm hmm. Very, very weird. Um, um, but, yeah. So, hopefully Mickey James wins the Battle Royal. Hopefully Sasha Banks and Bailey just figure out what they're going for. Fade away and classify themselves as obsolete. How weird is it that Matt Hardy is in the Andre the Giant? I mean, if Matt... Okay, so yeah, I hope that Matt Hardy wins. Hopefully Brother Nero's in there. Nah, dude. DUI. He's, he's cleared. D DWI, he's, actually. He's cleared and he showed up in the fucking... They put him right there in that <laughs> ultimate deletion anyway. I laughed so hard when he popped out. Um, yeah, DUIs, they don't care about. because uh, what's one No, of the, it was, the, it was the, the worst one, DWI. Either way, that same thing happened to uh, one of the Usos like two months ago. And they were just like, oh, you're responsible for your own shit. Mer. I think the Usos, it was DUI. They talked about it on Cheap Heat, because lawyer, stack guy, Greg... Uh, the Usos one was like the one where it's like, oh, it could have been just anything, pills or something. And then the one that Brother Nero got, it was like, no, that's alcohol. <laughs> Do you think the Uso was so um was so uh like innocent, like he did nothing wrong, but he told the cop that he was down since day one ish and the cop was like, <laughs> You wasted, get out of the car. I think that the cop pulled them over and they saw all of Naomi's ring gear and he was like, You must be on Molly, get the fuck out, and then charged him. That's funny. It's not that funny. That's pretty funny, bro. The Bar versus Braun Strowman and a mystery partner. How do you feel about the fact that... Uh, I, I think I've gotten into this. Not on this podcast, though. I just listened to the interview of The Bar on the Edge and Christian podcast. 
and it made me like them and it made me respect the work that they're doing. And I was like, oh, I respect this tag team division, especially on Raw. I mean, I already do on SmackDown. And then the next day, I'm like, let me pop on this tag team division match. And it's fucking the Battle Royal with Braun in it. Yeah. And it just seems like it's WWE being like, we don't have a spot for Braun, so let's throw him in this in this division, even though we could have done a match that shows respect to the division. Yeah. I mean, the Revival would have been great. Yeah! But they've treated the Revival like a joke. Like, Well, because dude's also gotten hurt like twice. Yeah, they're in the they're in the uh, um, ascension spot where they're like raw twenty five. They were getting beaten down by the uh, by the legends. Yeah, uh, I just feel like it kind of like discredits the title because you can't see like even if it's Braun versus the Bar, there's no way the Bar comes out of that as winners, right? Yeah, I guess I. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm in such like the, I'm in the most like casual viewing of wrestling I've ever been and like the since I started watching again that I just don't care about the tag titles. I don't care about the tag titles at all. And that's what I mean. Like the WWE shows you what to respect and enjoy. It tells you how to treat that shit. And they are telling you right now, we don't respect the tag titles because we take our champions and throw them in these bullshit matches. Like SmackDown's doing it right. They have they have two storylines built in. One around the long-standing Usos and New Day rivalry, which has always produced right. great matches, and now you yes. introduce the Bludgeon Brothers, which, while it's a stupid name and gimmick, Harper yes. fucking rocks, Rowan can be okay, especially in a tag setting. That should be a good match, along with the fact that Usos have never fucking gotten on the actual WrestleMania card. It's always been pre-show. Now they're actually going to get be on the actual show, and you know they're going to do like fucking go all out. Agreed. Hence why I bought that shirt. I'm down since Agreed. day one-ish. <laughs> I agree with you. What is issue? But, <laughs> but let's get real. Do you think Braun will have a tag team partner? I think he will have a tag team partner, and I believe it will be unveiled to be Rey Mysterio. Whoa! A, because it makes sense, and B, because it's heavily rumored online if he can pass the WWE medical test that he's currently undergoing because he tore his, like, Peck or something in his arm that was like a minor like thing that wasn't that bad that he could totally heal in time. So I guess they're keeping it on the down low in case he is ready to go. Then they could throw him in there. And if not, I'm sure they have a backup plan. They could just make it be fucking Kurt Hawkins or whatever. Whoa! So they got two different ways they can go. <laughs> Squirrel time. I loved yelling that at freaking Royal Rumble. Uh, that'd be tight. So yeah, that that'd be fun, I guess. Like the bar, I mean, the bar have been tag team and champs for a while, like on and I, off. Like I'm kind of, I think that, I mean, I know them. Their merch game is just starting to step up and everything, but yeah. like, I'm over it. One thing that I do think is shitty is that uh, they have not created an actual joint theme song at all. Like it's, it's still, just yeah, yeah. That like, kind of throws fans off. Cesaro is a shitty song, so it's better that it goes to she- Seamus right away. Not everyone could be as lucky as Dana Brooke. Oh, perfect theme song entrance music. Got to hear that shit on Monday. I know. <laughs> the times have come to it. 
Do a, co- <laughs> do a cover of that. I'm not your enemy. All right, so because I only talked about it, what do you think about who's winning Usos, New Day, Bludgeon Brothers? Do you put it on Bludgeon Brothers because it's fresh blood? and f- Nope. You're so focused on New Day and, and uh, Usos, they're like, they just fuck each other up and Bludgeon Brothers come in and clean up the scraps? Well, we usually say that New Day, or we usually say that the babyfaces win Mania, correct? Oh, uh, not necessarily. Mm, fuck me, I guess. Uh, and New Day were hosts last year. They've gotten more serious about their wrestling and less jokey in terms of like the Biggie promo he shot at the Usos the other day or the other week where he was like, we've been doing this for five years, whatever. It was a joke when we first came out, all that shit. We put in all this time. We did all this stuff. Um, I don't know if they've won the championships at Mania. I know they hosted last year. And the year before that, they lost to the Legion of whatever. Fucking... Of Doom? No, uh, what was the... When it was You're the, all the foreign the ass- folk? Oh, I was trying League, to remember this. Yeah, League the, of Nations. Yeah, because I remembered really liking them. I was thinking about them recently, and I was like, damn, they were good. They lost to the League of Nations, and then The Cold and Shawn Michaels and Mick Foley came out. And did but that it was thing. not titles, no titles on the line. Correct. Right. So I think that like they deserve it. And I I mean But because the Usos have it right now, I think that it makes sense for the Usos to drop it to the new day. Again. And the and the Bludgeon Brothers can just come on in and like they have a good match and then they lose. I look forward to that match. I look forward to that match. I really do. I think it'll be a great display of tag team wrestling. Um <laughs> Uh, Robert Orton <laughs> versus Randy Rude versus Jinder Mahal versus Rusev Day oh for the United God. States Championship. How tight is it that they put it? I mean, it's not that tight. That would have been such a uh, go do your taxes match if they didn't put Rusev in there. It's, I would have it, found it's yeah. great that they actually acknowledged his merch. It's his merch sales that ultimately apparently got him in the match, but it's like. Dude, he was over a shit. Listen, the Roy- it was more than just the Rumble. You could just people are chanting Rusev Day apparently at Ring of Honor shows right now. Yeah, um, it's huge. Yeah, so you got to put him in that shit. Whether he wins it or not, honestly, I, that's his title. <laughs> I feel comfortable with Rusev in the United States Championship. Yeah, it works out. Um, I think he should have it. Orton doesn't need it. Uh, Orton Roode, just recently won it, right? Yeah, Bobby Roode hasn't really caught on as much as people thought, I guess he would. He was better in NXT. Um, he was better as a heel with more character that wasn't just him saying the word glorious. Yeah, yeah gender doesn't need it. Rusev no. makes the most sense. Rusev no, walks that, away. I think that the main roster has ruined Bobby Roode by trying to make him a babyface that has zero character dimension. Yeah, I agree. Make him a heel or at least allow him to do more than just the hand motion and saying glorious. Glorious. Yeah. So I'm going with my boy Rusev. Same. The Miz versus Seth versus Finn. Seth and Finn battled each other in a barn burner on Monday night. So much for saving it for WrestleMania. Um, That's like the 12th time they've met. Yeah. And it was cool. Mm. I like that they, you you mentioned this in the group chat. It was tight. They actually teased the buckle bomb spot that fucked up the, 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 you know, side fucking wall barricade spot that fucked up uh, Finn. 
Um, I mean, I don't think Miz retains. I feel like it will be eh, really. It could be. Well, how? What does he need to be the longest reigning? It's at least one more week, if not two. He has to win through Mania to become the longest reigning. Lose and it. I think it would be so fucked of WWE to take that title away to the point where, like, even out of kayfabe, it's fucked up. Like, Miz is massive. Miz puts in so much work. And I'm not saying that, that Finn and Seth don't either. But, like, give him his due. Give him his chance to just retain it and have something on the record books. I feel like he has way too many, like getting by cheating to win kind of type scenarios that have already happened that ultimately they'll will be faked out by those multiple times, but they'll overcome one of them. And who knows? I could always, who change. do you think gets it then? It can go either way. I mean, I mean, so Does Seth, if Seth wins it, he's a grand slam champion. If Seth wins, he's a grand slam champion. I feel like, especially with Balor club and everything you're pushing lately, it's, Finn hasn't had a title on him since he won the Universal Championship, so it'd be cool. He needs the belt, I think, more than anybody else. Yeah, I he agree needs with a that. run with the title for a bit. I agree with that. So I'll, I'll go with Finn. I think that uh, we should get like a heelish Finn to win if that's the case. Uh, also, Finn, if you're listening, which I know you listen to Smartville, stop wearing those ugly, like colorful suits. That's kind of weird, dude. He like the blue ones, and then when he gets that up on the on the rope, and he, and he leans back on the rope and goes like, "My dick." <laughs> <laughs> that blue one was so dick prominent. <laughs> so I was watching Raw that that I was watching Raw, and uh, Lindsay was there, and she'd never, you know, she she's aware of wrestling, but she doesn't really watch wrestling that much. But I was like, "Yo, this guy's coming out. He's a little Irish guy, and he's gonna show that dick." And she's like, "What?" <laughs> And then he came out. And I stood up at the same time, and he leaned back in the rope. And he's like, "I'm like my dick." Bano, 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 my na 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 dick, bano, 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 my fucking dick, bano, bano, bano. Was I right or was I right? Yeah, I, I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> the red is fine. I think the thing that like really kills me is that he does the matching jacket. Yeah. Like, it's okay if your trunk... I mean, I can't tell him what to do. He's obviously successful. It's okay if your trunks are different colors and your kick pads and your shoes, but when you change the jacket, it's so cheesy. Yeah, it's a little little extra. You could have just kept that black jacket. That's rad, dude. Um, Kurt <laughs> Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, which, again... If not the most obvious outcome of a match, the second most obvious outcome of a match. Um, do you think? Do you think uh, Tripset's going to win this one? Right? <laughs> no, Tripset doesn't lose unless it's to Romo. No, you got to have Ronda has to be the one that taps out Stephanie. Okay, so Tripset doesn't lose. So I say Stephanie Triple H spent a majority of the match beating down Kurt and Ronda, and then they have some sort of weird comeback, and Ronda takes charge and. Very quickly breaks Stephanie's arm. I don't think they pull one of the old like Ronda victories where she like taps out Stephanie in fucking fifty seconds or something. I mean, they could straight up do it where Kurt comes out, gets beat down. Ronda doesn't even get tagged in for however long, but then the second they do tag her in, she breaks Stephanie's arm within thirteen seconds. If Ronda Rousey had not signed and was becoming a full time superstar. That would be yeah. the best way to go, but if you want anyone to actually like her and take her seriously, she needs to actually go in there and do, and maybe that's why you've seen her do like a couple moves here and there, mainly like 
suplex type shit and stuff. Like you need to actually see her do some wrestling. Yeah. Like it'll it will be interesting to see post mania after now we've seen her if they throw her on if she's doing house shows, if she's only showing up on TV tapings. But I, I don't believe this is supposed to be like a Brock Lesnar kind of thing. Like she's not gonna get any better if she's not fully in. Right, I'm right, pretty right. She strikes me as that like she's gonna go all in like whatever right. whatever you dedicated to becoming what you were in MMA you're gonna do that in wrestling now and just go fucking full on so I am terrified of uh, her ring attire because I feel like oh yeah the worst thing that. they do the worst thing they do is trot people around in regular clothes and then you see their first ring attire showing what if she's just and girl it's like shitty. She just wrestles in the Ronda t-shirt and, like, jeggings. I mean, she did wear the leggings the other day when she took her first bump, and it was fine. Uh, I think that your best bet is to just let her... You know what wasn't fine? What? Her face selling. She was like... She was like, what question did you just ask me? She was like that kid that fell off the bike and scraped his knees, and the mom is pouring hydrogen peroxide in the knees, and you're like... Yeah, it was a very weird sell, but... I mean, your best bet is just let her come out like Brock in fight shorts and like a t-shirt or like the sports bra thing. That would be your best bet. But my fear is Sorry, be like, Sonya. <laughs> my fear is, yeah, but Sonya's like works for hers because you haven't ever, like she's always wrestled in that type of getup. Ronda's like a huge deal and all we've seen her in is either uh, street clothes or UFC gear. Yeah. So that's my fear. My other fear is that the picture they're using for Kurt Angle right now, like for the wrestling gear, he looks has like a, him. He looks like a turtle without the shell, dude. <laughs> but his like his uh his wrestling like singlet has a zipper in the middle. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like a weird like star logo or something, and it has a zipper that comes up to his neck. Oh god. And I'm afraid because it's the first time we've seen him wrestle in not shield gear, right? Oh yeah, dude, he was awful in that. He's so thick and weird. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite moments in wrestling history. Where he walks out from behind Roman and yeah. Dean, he's just like Dean and Roman or part Dean, the Dean seas. And Seth. Dean and Seth. Dean and Seth. Yeah. Dean and Seth part the seas, and you just see Kurt like I'm a member too, right? Hey. It's all fucking like red and pink and shit. That dude needs to eat a fucking vegan egg. The dude needs to eat a banana, get some potassium or whatever the fuck they do. I don't know, but he needs to go to a doctor. Oh, God. All right. Um, but I could give him a vegan egg if he needed Do we? <laughs> do we <laughs> dude, that got me so good earlier. Uh, we said Bliss versus Nia Jax, right? Like Nia Jax wins unless there's like a, a disqualification or some shit. Do you have any individual um, thoughts on that? I think Alexa should win. Keep it going. Yeah, I think that Alexa should win and come up with some way where, like, she beats... Like, I'm sure there will be some interference from Mickey James or something, but I think that we need Alexa to win. So fucking random to put them back together again. Mickey and Alexa? Yeah, like, I get it. I think it's just... Yeah, it is kind of weird, but it keeps the storyline going of, like, Alexa keeps being able to manipulate people. Yeah. I think that it would be tight if Alexa... And this is just super fantasy booking... If Alexa joined forces with Absolution and then kicked Paige out of Absolution and just became like the head of it. Also kind of bummed that uh, Mandy and Sonya have to come out to Paige's theme music. Because yeah. every time I'm like, yo, is Paige wrestling? I forget. I saw a funny thing they had like for April Fool's um, yeah. that Paige 
faked out absolution by telling them like, you know, in real life that she had something had like gotten in trouble or missed a flight and then got sent home by WWE and she wasn't going to be there at the house show. And she hid around all day. And then she ran out during absolution's entrance, like recording on their phone. They were both doing their entrance. Like what the fuck? What are you doing here? Like freaking out. So it seems that they're actually all friends and it's nice and fun. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Anywho, <laughs> anywho, the best for last. Uh, no, this isn't WrestleMania 31. It's WrestleMania 34, and your main event is Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns Whoa. for the Universal Title. You're, you skipped one. What? The Cena sits in the stands match. Oh, I thought we went over that. Oh, oh. I think it's American Badass Taker. And you what think about? I think it's Cena. Yeah, you think it's Cena. I think Cena will win. I don't know what that gains him, but I think Cena will win. It doesn't matter, really, at this point, for either one of those guys, it can go either way, or maybe someone else comes out and fucks both of them up. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I just don't know what it matters for Taker to lose again. Ron just comes out, fuck you both! I would like that. I would like that a lot. Get these hands! Get these hands! Also, rest in peace, Samoa Joe, wherever you are. <laughs> Wait. Who do you think uh, wins uh, Sam Zayn KO versus D-Bry and Shane Zayn? I mean, um, Mac. I will go with... It has to be D-Bry, right? Yeah, I'll go with Shane D-Bry, or... Mm, it can go one of two ways. Shane D-Bry win, and then KO Sammy just get drafted on Raw. Or Shane D-Bry, like Daniel Bryan kicks ass, whatever, and at the end just be- gets beaten down to a bloody pulp because WWE loves to book him as a crazy underdog, and KO and Sammy come back. Daniel Bryan obviously leaves that role as commissioner. Somebody else can come into that commissioner role and then blah, blah, blah. How do we get Kurt Angle to stop being commissioner or GM? Dude, it's almost been a full year. It's weird. How do we get rid of him, but also make sure that Mick Foley doesn't come back? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I need a stipulation that's like, Kurt, good job. You're done. Mick still can't come back yet, though, right? Yeah, I don't know. He's doing like weird conventions and shit. I just think that Kurt needs to be in a position where he's not constantly on a microphone. Yeah. Uh, Ronda Rowdy. (laughs) (laughs) Ronda Rowdy. Uh, WWE. 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 Uh, Brock Roman. Okay. Is Brock Brock Roman? Is Brock actually going to UFC? I am tired of fucking Brock Heyman. I'm so tired of it. I used to be such a mark for Heyman, and I used to get such a big feeling of. Brock having great big matches. I could not care less about Brock anymore. What if Heyman turns on Brock and joins forces please, with Roman? Please. That'd be cool. Please do something to stir this up because I am terrified of the idea of Brock winning and then still being the champion and it sucks. Or Roman winning and then we either just don't see Heyman forever and we don't see Brock forever. I don't, I'm just tired of it. The only way... For me or a majority of people sitting in the Superdome, the Silver Dome, brother, um, brother, brother, the only way to get people care about that match, honestly, would that would be the best way to do it? Have Heyman turn on Brock and join forces with Roman, much like he did it with a was it Big Show? Well, it was a Big Show. <laughs> <laughs> and Big Show's around. He's inducting the and Hall then of again Pain. with Ryback. Also, while I won't be watching live, Mark Henry better be at the Hall of Fame in that salmon jacket. But what if he doesn't have a lot left in the tank? I got a lot left in the tank! Somebody's going to get their ass kicked. Somebody's going to get their wig split. What? 
Rosenberg's friends. Dude, I wish I was. Um, if I was Rosenberg's friend and I could be on cheap heat, I'd leave this shit in a second. Just kidding. <laughs> Stat guy, John. Yo, what's up, Stat Guy John here? I got these stats. I got them from Cheap Heat. Uh, I will have to recycle them onto Cheap Heat. <laughs> I wonder if uh, the Masked Man's like bummed out no one cares about the Ringer or the Ringer podcast. <laughs> I feel like Bill Simmons might be a douchebag. Probably. Although Bill Simmons is the one that produced the Andre the Giant documentary. Which doesn't really interest me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll watch it, but... I'll watch it eventually, but it's no Ric Flair 30 for 30, am I right? Yeah. You haven't even watched the 24 yet, bro. Yes! So emotional? Yes! Anywho, uh, that's... I have to cut some shit out from the beginning and stuff, but we're like at like an hour and a half, pretty much, so I think that's, that's all people need to hear from us for a while. It felt like two, so... uh we're going to start yeah. doing this movie shit, because we watch way more movies than we do wrestling these days, and honestly, that's just where our interests lie. We're fucking well, I mean, cinephiles. We did say, like, we won't talk about wrestling. Hold on. Wrestling uh, boring your, your voice, hold on. Your voice is glitching out into an annihilation synth. Hold on. <laughs> Alright, good. I'm gonna, I'm not even going to edit half this shit. I'm just going to let it sit there and sound horrible until I'm like, wait, say that again. <laughs> is it glitching? It was for a second, but you're good now. Oh, uh, yeah. We we said that we wouldn't talk about wrestling if it was boring or if it sucked. So we just don't. Here when we, we don't are. want to. So we talk about it when we like it, and that Kinda. means that you don't have you don't have more negativity in your life. But we do like movies all the time. All right, I think an hour and a half is all we needed. Um. So, any closing words? Any final statements before we embark upon our weekend of? Men and women wrestling each other in tight clothing. I'm very excited. This is a weekend I look forward to for most of my year. Yep. It's a weekend that as we keep getting older and older, I don't realize it's happening until we get together and we sit next to one another and we watch the wrestle. And I'm very excited to have that feeling overcome me and realize we're about to watch the mania. Um, and go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 well, I wanted to say that uh, for the listeners at home that don't know, I just had a power outage, and during the time that the power was coming back on, I was able to get something that I will now show Brian. Oh my via god, FaceTime. yes. <laughs> Is it a vegan egg? It's a vegan egg. <laughs> and I'm gonna eat it. Oh boy. Can I make I wanna... this episode, can I just call it like Smartful episode 51, vegan eggs? Yes, like I'm gonna try and H H H H G F. I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna try and hold on. Can you hear the crinkle? The crinkling of the vegan egg. That's the wrapping paper. Oh yeah. And then it's a little chocolate guy. I, oh. Oh fuck yeah! So your mouth can have all that like for the thing. Oh. <laughs> Um, I've already found a WrestleMania pick'em sheet and the drinking game off of uh, Squared Circle, by the way. Woo! The same guy that does them every year, so. Woo! I could take the production value up a step and just hook up a small TV and run the PDF on the TV so we have a live thing to see what the, the things are. 
I feel like the fun part is like halfway through the we first just give up. two matches. We're like, what was? Oh shit, that's right. We're supposed to drink every time the. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So, for all two of us, me down here in third, and John in Piscataway, New Jersey, since he's revealed himself, um, have made it. Have a great WrestleMania weekend, everybody. I am Brian Batiste. And I'm John Bradley, and my favorite wrestlers of this week, as I've already said, are Dave Batista, Dave Batista's left peck, and Dave Batista's right peck. To the